Any views or opinions represented in this podcast are personal and belong solely to the podcast host and do not represent those of people, institutions, or organizations that the owner may or may not be associated with in professional or personal capacity, unless explicitly stated. Somebody been waiting for this. It's your man, Sean Brooks, coming to you from the lab with with the second episode. I guess you want to call it official episode of you know what now last episode i talked about leading up to uh me leaving the current position that i well we ain't gonna say current the former position that i was at and transitioning to the new one well it's been three days um if you're counting it by the week work week it's been three days and i've learned so much but before i get into it you know, I'm going to just go ahead and bust off a song or two, get myself prepared to um, share with you some of the things that I've learned, not just about the transition, but also about myself. So um, let me do that. We'll come back. And yeah, you with your man, Sean Brooks, right here on the You Know What podcast. I will be right back. All my life I has to fight. All my life, ah, hard times like yeah, bad trips like yeah, Nazareth. I'm fed up, homie. You fed up, but if God got us, then we gon' be alright. Right. We gon' be alright. We gon' be alright. We gon' be alright. Do you hear me? Do you feel me? We gon' be alright. We gon' be alright. Uh, and when I wake up, I recognize you looking at me for the pay cut Bahamas, I be looking at you from the face down One Mac 11 even room with the bass down Skimming, now let me tell you about my life Painkillers only put me in a twilight What pretty Benjamin is the highlight Now tell my mama I love her, but this what I like Lord knows, 20 of them in my Chevy Tell them all to come and get me, reaping everything I sow So my karma come in heaven, no preliminary hearings On my record, I'm a gangsta in silence for the record uh. Tell the world I knew it's too late Boys and girls, I think I've gone crazy Trying to side my face, it's all day Won't you please believe when I say Wouldn't you know, we've been hurt, been down before When our pride was low Looking at the world like, where do we go? And we hate poor poor Wanna kill us dead in the street for sure I'm at the preacher's door My knees getting weak and my gun might blow But we gon' be alright right. We gon' be alright We gon' be alright We gon' be alright Do you hear me? Do you feel me? We gon' be alright We gon' be alright You want you a house, you a car for the acres and the mule, a piano, a guitar, anything. See, my name is Lucy, I'm your dog. Mother, you can live at the mall. I can see the evil, I can tell it. I know it's illegal, I don't think about it. I deposit every other zero, thinking of my partner. Put the candy painted on a Rico, digging in my pocket. Ain't a profit big enough to feed you every day. My logic, get another dollar just to keep you in the presence of your Chico. Ah! I don't talk about it, be about it. Every day I seek you. If I got it, then you know you got it. Heaven, I can reach you. Pet dog, pet dog, pet dog, my dog, that's all. Pick back and chat, I trapped the back. For y'all. I rap, I black on tracks, so rest assured My rights, my wrongs, I write till I'm right with God When you know, we been hurt, been down before When our pride was low, looking at the world like where do we go And we hate poor poor, wanna kill us dead in the street for sure I'm at the preacher's door, my knees getting weak and my gun might blow But we gon' be alright, alright We gon' be alright, we gon' be alright Right. Do you hear me? Do you feel me? We gon' be alright We gon' be alright Huh? We gon' be alright We gon' be alright Do you hear me? Do you feel me? We gon' be alright I keep my head up my eyebrows My heart ain't going to die Love me is complicated Too afraid of my changes I'm alright in your favor Dark nights in my prayers I remember you was conflicted Misusing your influence Sometimes I did the same Abusing my power full of resentment Resentment that turned into a deep depression Found myself screaming in the hotel room I didn't want to self-destruct The evils of Lucy was all around me 
So I went running for answers. Welcome back to the podcast. You know what? This your man Sean Brooks and start me off with Kendrick Lamar with All Right. A very important and inspirational song for me. And I want to send that out to anybody that doesn't feel like it will be. But trust me, it will. I'm living proof of that. So in the previous podcast, I talked about my um, accepting a new position and preparing to transition over to it. Having to leave the company I was with and having to leave where I supported and prepare myself to go to a whole new company, whole new position. Now, I want to be clear when I say this and I've said it. It's been, if you're talking work weeks, it's been three days since I last worked like um last friday today is the 21st so you do the calendar thing but the friday before today was my last day on site and it was bittersweet um and i stand on why i left um i really enjoyed working there i really enjoyed the people It was a full, I would say, year and a half. Um, I was there for two and a half years, but that later part of the year and a half of that two and a half was when I really started to build relationships with the people that I supported and mainly those people that called and asked me for help. You know, like those people truly mattered to me. Um, I enjoy every experience. I can admit that they definitely did treat me like family. Um, It was a lot, you know, that that I had encountered, learned and grew from to build the relationship that I had with those folks. Um, One of the things one of my customers reminded me. Um, in conversation you know she said well remember you know when you started you said that you were going to be here for about three years and it never really crossed my mind like that that it was coming to that point so September of this year would have marked three years that I would have been with the company and on that specific contract but I also had to remind myself you know when when God hears you and knows that it's time for what you asking for and what you praying for to come into play, it don't come with no hallmark invitation. It just happens and you got to be ready to answer because you just never know when that particular opportunity may come around again. Now, many of you that will be listening will probably find this kind of hard to hear coming out of my mouth as much hell as I raise but that's the Sean that you know you don't know the real Sean and the real Sean definitely does believe that um and I had to stand on what I believed in it was a hell of a ride you know and make no mistake I bled and sweated for the success of the contract. I can't really say too many things bad about the whole experience, even though there were some things that could have been done differently. You know, for me, getting to this was it it was although externally you were looking at me, you had no idea what it was that I was going through internally. One of the things that I learned um, is letting go is really not easy at all Um, because I made it perfectly clear that I didn't want to leave. I felt like, and you probably heard me say it in the last podcast, but I felt like what I was specifically assigned to do, and this has nothing to do with the company. This has nothing to do with the managers. This has something to do with the maker. And I felt like 
I had a specific mission. This particular mission, once completed, was going to be the thing that would take me to the next level. That's just my thought. But I guess the maker had a different plan and felt like I had completed the mission and it was time for me to go to the next level. But it's never easy to say goodbye. It's never easy to let go and step forward. Um, I know I said it in the previous podcast. There was no weight. Okay, I I need to be clear about that. There was no weight in the actions that I had taken to trigger all of this, for lack of a better term. I'm speaking earthly and worldly right now. Um, There was no weight. There was no I'm going to do this and teach them. And it was none of that involved. What what definitely did kick into play was I was tired and I knew I was. Because if you follow my Facebook page, um, I used to post my daily steps and I was averaging at minimum, probably like 11, 12,000 steps a day at most somewhere between 16, five to 17,000 steps a day. And I was tired. Um, I wasn't just physically tired. I was also mentally tired. Um, There was definitely hints of frustration. There were definitely hints of disappointment. And I just it, it just all started to take a toll on me. But I'm not a quitter. And I knew within myself that it was going to get better. And I definitely wanted to be there to see it get better before I actually walked off and was like, okay, that's good. But again, the creator has a whole different plan. So leading up to, well, actually the day of the last day, the day before and the day of the last day were very bittersweet, extremely bittersweet. Because people that had come to rely on what we want to eloquently call the magic or what I would actually call the one and done. People who were used to that, they, you know, it was like, so what are we going to do? A lot of people said that to me. And it it really... On the inside, I had to keep the hard exterior, the solid exterior. But on the inside, I was crying a lot, you know, because people were like, oh, no, what are we going to do? And I'm like, you're going to be all right. You are going to be all right. Like, I believe that the team that is here now can definitely do the job and will definitely do the job. So you'll be okay. And it was really touching a lot of the things that, you know, the customer said to me, to my face. I wish I so wish that for everything that was said to me, to my face by the customer, if it was genuine, because, you know, sometimes we do the default thing like the project manager did. And I'll touch on that in a minute. But for all of the people that were really genuine in their expressions of sadness, for lack of a better term for me leaving, if they could have put those in emails and sent them to the people that really needed to hear it, I believe that it could have possibly had an impact on what could have been prevented. Because again, I say, you know, for me, I didn't want to go. I didn't feel like it was time to go. And I made that clear. Um, But again, when God puts things into play, who am I to step in the way of that? Um, And and more importantly, I think, you know, because those above me, with the exception of the on-site manager, can and did assume they knew what my day was like. But unless you spent a day around it and saw it, you really didn't know what lengths I would go to and go through to make sure we did our part. 
I was surrounded by a group of strong people who I wish nothing but success. You know, I'm going to miss them. But I was like an anchor. And to see what it took to become the anchor, you had to literally be there to see what it took to become the anchor. Um, You can assume all day long, but unless you see it, you don't really have, you know, the respect for it that that the anchor has for the responsibility. And I'll be honest with you, I I got a phone call from one of the former co-workers who actually went through the same kind, the exact same scenario that I did. This guy was he was my right hand. We started on the same day and he was hired for um, the tier one position and I was hired for the tier two position. But we worked together from the very first day that we were on site. And I told him, I said, you know, in a couple of weeks, you're going to be on the floor doing the same thing that I'm doing. And he was like, no, I'm not. And in that two week time period, he definitely was on the floor doing the same thing that I was doing. And he did it well. And um, when his time and, and, and OK, so we'll say his time to leave. When his time came to leave and he let it be known, the project manager, it, everybody that was in position to prevent him from leaving. And when I say prevent, I don't want to say stop him, but, you know, they, it, the whole dynamic could have been it, it could have came out differently if people had a proactively did what they were supposed to do instead of reacting to it. And even the customer had expressed the fact that they did not want to see that happen. But those people who were in position didn't do it. They they did not do it. Um, and, and he left. And the same thing happened with me. And he called me, the former co-worker called me yesterday to check in on me to see how I was doing because he knew um he knew like he knew emotionally what it would you know how it affected me he knew physically how it affected me he just knew he knew that this was not going to be easy for me at all so he called to check in on me and see how I was doing and while we were talking he said, so what do you think? What do you honestly think about this whole thing? And after a few days of being gone, like I told him, I said, you know, I'm still transitioning out, you know, the the letting go part. And that's something that I really, truly learned, like letting go, no matter what it is, is never easy. This by no shot of the imagination was easy for me or is easy for me. And I told him, I said, you know, like today, I'm probably a lot better than I was yesterday because, you know, the the thing of damn, it really went down, has finally start to settle in um, having to not get up in the morning and race out the door um is is finally settled in you know it's finally starting to register i have not gotten one text message and i think i removed myself from the group chat so i'm not seeing them anymore but i haven't gotten any kind of side tech text messages or phone calls from any of the technicians and in some way i thought that i would um, haven't received any messages or phone calls from any of the previous customers. Um, I did expect a few, but I didn't get them. So I guess, you know, it, it's it it helps to solidify the transition that's taking place. But I know for me internally, letting go was not easy, especially when you love something, you know, and, and I don't want to veer off because that's a whole nother podcast you know but when you are passionate and you truly love what you do letting go is hard 
I guess that would be the same because while I was there, I've had the opportunity to see two people retire that I was directly connected to as far as a tech support and customer relationship. And for both of those people, I watched them tears in their eyes, you know, because they dedicated themselves to making sure they did what they did to the best of their ability and the people that they interacted with and worked with became so ingrained into what it was that they did that for that person letting go of that, you know, and realizing it's time for me to move on wasn't easy. And that can happen to a lot of us um, being passionate about what you do and loving what you do to a fault, you know, and that's how I was. So for me, having to say goodbye to something that I felt like I had finally established, I felt like I had planted my flagpole, like being on the moon, planted my flagpole and was like, yeah, this is it right here. Um, Having to say goodbye and let go was not easy at all. But please make no mistake. I'm excited and I look forward to this new adventure. Um, Definitely, you know, uh, this level up that after 30 years, I finally earned, I finally deserved. Um, I think it's a shame that the people who could have seen this happen where I was didn't do anything flat out I heard words but there was there was no action so it was Friday and I mean like that whole last week I just worked I didn't I tried to not do nothing but they I was being pulled into Asked to do. And, you know, I'm going to finish the same way I started strong. But there was one particular part of the day. It was the day before the last day, which was the third. My last day was Friday. So that Thursday, um, my manager had ordered food for us. And and I can say this now. She had ordered food for us as a, you know, a little go away luncheon thing for for the team, for me, with the team. The project manager did show up. Project manager never came over to my cubicle to say hello. Project manager did come over to my cubicle to say goodbye. There was one point where I had a phone call from the administrative assistant to the director of the whole museum. She was having an issue with a laptop. And I had gotten up from my cubicle. I walked over to my manager's cubicle. She had her face on her screen while she was typing. And the project manager was sitting there doing what he does best. Talking about another contract that we have no connection to. Like this other contract has always become, at least for me, I I don't know. You know, I'm not him. Um, But I know that. Every chance I've interacted, every time I've ever interacted with him, he's always talked about this other contract as a crutch or an excuse or reason why he could not address the things that needed to be addressed on that contract that I was on. Always. Oh, I would have gotten back to you, but this particular contract had me doing this, that and the other. Oh, I would have reached out to you and it could be days later. And issues could be resolved, but it was always this other contract that was the reason why he could never address us when he needed to. So I never said a word. I stood there for at least three minutes and all I heard was him talking about this other contract. So I went ahead and got ready to walk out the door and just said over the cubicle to my manager that I was going to the director's office to take care of something and did my thing and when I came back I saw well I actually saw one of my colleagues rolling the food in and he was like this is for you and I'm like okay cool let me go bang this out and I'll be back 
we shared a couple other words, encouraging positive words. And I went and did my thing. And when I came back, the food was all spread out. I went back to my cubicle. Um, <clears throat> the manager came and got me and the rest of the team and said the short thank you and how much we appreciate you. And this is for you. And I think, you know, I, I honestly believe that it was kind of hard for her to do that. I might be wrong, but I think it was kind of hard for her to do that because it was becoming very real at that moment. Um, the project manager was nowhere in the office. He was still on site, but he was nowhere in the office. He did not partake in um, eating with the team, which was something that always pissed me off. Like he never engaged the team ever. I go on record and say that he never engaged any of the team, no matter who was there. He never engaged us. And I hated that, honestly. But he wasn't there. So, you know, we ate, we laughed, we talked. One of the guys from the security um, team, he was there because he was getting a new a, a new phone. And so he was sitting in, in my cubicle and we were talking. And the project manager, after all of the food and everything, the project manager comes over to to my cubicle and pokes his head in and says hello to me and say, you know, I would stay, but I got to go because I got to do X, Y, Z. And I'm not even going to lie to you. At that very moment, I didn't want to see him. I didn't want to hear his voice because what I felt for him, you know, just from a business standpoint, what I felt for him was pure just I didn't like him. I did not like him. So I I didn't want him in my space. I didn't want him around me. I didn't. I just was not feeling him. And he tells me, you know, he says to me, we're going to miss you. Thank you for all you've done. And I could not receive that. Like it didn't even feel genuine. Um, It, it, it was it was. It, it just what it did was it made me want to say some stuff to him that definitely would have gotten me fired. But thank God the other person was sitting in the cubicle watching. I, I couldn't say nothing like I just balled up my mouth to keep my words internally. But the look that I gave him, I'm sure, you know, he felt it. Because as far as I was concerned, I was looking through him and he made the comment he had never seen me speechless before. And even in that making that comment, I wanted to say something. But the other me was so right there and I had to hold that one on a chain that I couldn't get nothing out of my mouth. The guy sitting next to me, he looked at me and you could tell because he's security, you could tell that he was on his pivot foot ready to jump up to stop me from getting up. That's just how tense that moment was. And the project manager left. The guy next to me was getting ready to say something, say something. And I held my finger up as if to say, hold up, excuse me. And we waited for roughly about two and a half, three minutes before I heard the door close. And I looked at him and I said, the reason why I didn't say anything was because I had a feeling that he was standing there waiting to hear something come out of my mouth. Because the look that I gave him said that I had nothing nice to say at all. And so I proceeded to say that I didn't like him. From the business perspective, I, I, you know, as a person on the personal side, and I think I said this before in the previous conversation on the personal side, the few conversations that I've had with this guy off the record, he seemed like a nice person. But, you know, I never broke bread with him. The one time that I had to have lunch with him, 
he just seemed disconnected. He seemed uninvolved. He seemed like he really didn't care about anything that was being said by the people sitting at the table, i.e. the team. And and we were just bodies, you know, not human beings, just bodies. So he didn't care. And I've said that about him before. I'm like, he just gives this air like he when it comes to the business side, it's like he just does not care about the people that are doing the work. Um, and it was the same thing. And I, I told him, I said, you know, I'm glad that you were sitting here because to be honest with you, I don't know what I would have done had you not been sitting here. Um, so thank you for that. And I didn't really want to get into the conversation, of you know, because one thing that I've learned from being in that place is you really do have to learn how to separate your personal feelings from your business feelings. Again, I say personally in the conversations that I've had with this guy, I believe that he's a good person, but I don't know him on that level to say that, you know, that's just my perception. Um, so the day, you know, it was it was it was definitely one of those ones where um, I talked about it in the last podcast briefly. The there have been a lot of times where I've had to let go, you know, um, for for one re for one reason or another, I had to let go. There have been some let goes that were really easy for me, and I just felt like a weight had been taken off of me. And there were some let goes where. I felt like the goodbye or the end wasn't properly done for us to be able to say, okay, cool, and go our separate ways. This was one of those situations. Um, I definitely did send out an email to everyone above me. And, and I did say, you know, even if we could not have agreed that I could get what I rightfully earned where I was and and it was a mutual agreement that, yeah, we just can't do it. I I could have accepted that, you know, it it would have been fine. And that whole transition would have been easy. But the sad part about it was nobody said a word. It was mentioned to me that um, the project manager made the statement to someone else in regards to my going. They did not want to, get in the way of my growth or opportunity. And I kind of took that like, you don't, you know, like you own me, you don't own me, but still the conversation as adults, we should have had that conversation. And that's the same thing that they did to the previous coworker. They didn't sit down and talk with him. Even if it was agreed that it was the end, they just never sat down to have the conversation. Bad business practice, which says to me, you know, they wanted me to go. They couldn't wait for me to go. They needed me to go um, because of whatever. And um, I got home and of course I cried. You know, I cried because I was going to miss a lot of people, a hell of a lot of people. And. When I woke up, it was going to be different for me. So I've been off this week. Um, I've had the opportunity to sleep. I'm still getting up the same time that I normally would. Um, But I've had the opportunity to do a few things and um, put some time into some stuff that I was actually blowing off, you know, because I was so committed to getting in and making sure that. I did my part. Um, I I will say, matter of fact, you know what? Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take a music break and get some water. And then I will talk about or share with you my true personal feelings after it's all said and done. You with your man, Sean Brooks, here on the You Know What podcast. 
I will be back in a few. Um... Unafraid, unaffected, undaunted, unabashed, the undeniable, untouchable, unstoppable, unusual, underdog, unsurpassed, unyielding, unsupportive, uh-uh, and your feelings, unrelenting, unscathed, uncontrollable, unpleasant one, follow with me, feeling is mutual, ha, and that's just me in a nutshell, uncensored, unchanging, unbreakable, unconscious, uncouth, unbearable, unmerciful, unexplainable, unemotional, uninterested when dealing with unoriginals, Unaccustomed to unproven whack flows Unresponsive to unapproved stage shows That's unacceptable, unexciting Lazy, lazy, fight for the uncanny and common Rhyme spitter, ha, and that's just me in a nutshell Nutshell, nutshell, nutshell Said, that's just me in a nutshell Five footer and a mortar in a nutshell the rebirth of the reborn as I rebuild Reconnect with this rebel, redefine and raw skill I realign, readjusted, refocused, reanalyze What's real? We made it, invulnerable, inviting, invincible, inventive one, which leads most inviolable. Get involved, invest in these youths, kid, invigorate, induce that all realness. Insecure, nah, more like inhumane, it's not a game, shut your mouth, use your inner voice, say in your lane, inaugurate those with incentive to want to innovate, insisting that those who inspire, we will initiate. What? And that's just me in a nutshell, 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 ha, fight dog in a nutshell. Triple beam up, this is fish scale. I bailed out the county with counterfeit bills. My slang be high range, brick city. Watch how you sniff, son. I'm Holly Octane. All you hear is bang, bang, bang. Yo, bang. remember you? I forget my last name. It's all about game, nothing else. Put out, walk through the woods, then stomp on your foot. I take out any comp in the hood. Gorilla impact in this rap habitat. Get you stepping in your air max. Bounce, cocking it back, but where that? Bounce. I got a six pack of Heineken and big cap on the wheels in two laps. I give Stella her back. My middle back. name must be that shoe. Cause every time I walk by, I be like, I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll be there. My first name must be he ain't shit. Cause every time I'm in the car, be like, he ain't shit. I'll be there. I'll be there, I'll be there, I'll be there I heard the party going on in there, yeah Well let me shake my stinking in there, yeah Soon as I walk in, dogs are barking Haters play them back, I stay in front like handicap parking Starting arsons from Jersey to Arkin Saw me coughing out that dread apartment Roll up to the jam with the front end bin up Watch them chickens won't end up getting salmonella I'm ghetto like D and D, ah with D You be on bear from TV part 3 in the heartbeat Tiger straight out the cup, you're lighting that son, you way out a buck, but I'm 190 physique, 234 pounds total when I'm carrying the heat, not platinum on wax, but platinum in the streets, and it, that disagree, smack him in the teeth, then that bag is little piece, rocking the ice, get into the projects, gonna rob her tonight, why you acting like that, made me do it, I'm devil's advocate, hot, it take days to do it, my crew do Wayne Reed couldn't breathe. Try me in the sun, I'll amount to 10 keys. Red bones, I'm boning. MCs be cloning. That's before Doc stretch up and moaning. My middle name must be that shoe. Cause every time I'm in the hood, it's be like, that's you. I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll be there. My first name must be Cause every time I'm in my car, 
be like, he ain't shit. I'll be that, I'll be that, I'll be that, I'll be that. My middle name must be that shit. Cause every time I'm in the hood, I'll be like, that you. I'll be that, I'll be that, I'll be that. Be my first name must be he ain't Cause every time I'm in my car be like yo, yo. He ain't I'll be that, I'll be that, I'll be that opinions represented in this podcast are personal and belong solely to the podcast host and do not represent those of people, institutions, or organizations that the owner may or may not be associated with in professional or personal capacity, unless explicitly stated.
Welcome back. It's your man Sean Brooks here on the You Know What podcast. Um, of course, I have to throw the disclaimer in just so that we can be clear. The thoughts and feelings that I and have shared on this podcast, they are my own. Um, not meant to cause nobody no hurt, harm, or danger, but I'm entitled to feel how I feel. It's not about forcing what I think or how I feel on you, but it is to let you know what I think and how I feel. Now, going into the break, the music that you heard starting off was Fife Dog, Rest in Peace with Nutshell. After that, you heard Red Man with I'll Be That. And ending that set, you heard Mystical with Bouncing Back. Three songs that right now are in heavy rotation here, right now, as I go through this transition into this new position. Um, And and they speak to how I'm feeling. Um, How am I feeling? Um, I'm, I'm sad. I'm disappointed. I'm excited and I'm happy Um, all at the same time or at least I'm moving out of the sad and disappointment part and moving into the excited and happy part of this whole transition Um, as I stated earlier you know and even in the previous podcast I truly do believe a couple things right I believe that God definitely heard me and felt it was time after all of the work that I put in. And I also believe that the people with the exception of my on-site manager, the people who were actually in position to prevent. And I don't I don't I don't even want to say prevent, but there was a moment that they could have changed the whole outcome of this and. I honestly believe that they didn't want to. I honestly believe that they were waiting for this moment. I honestly do believe that they felt like my going was going to be the thing that they needed to really kick off something new. But (laughs) I say this, you've had a number of opportunities to kick off something new and never did it. And so, you know, I send a I send my prayers out for the team um tasha nick fran juan casey and shamika is about to come in so i i send my i send my prayers out to you all um because there's no doubt in my mind that you all can handle this and when it comes to your level you know what you all do on that level no doubt in my mind you can handle it for sure um to the customers uh, i'm definitely going to miss each and every one of you uh all of you all the departments anyone that i've had the opportunity to provide support to whether it be over the phone whether it be through email or whether it be face to face i'm gonna miss each and every one of you that's the part where it was sad it was bittersweet and it was sad you know um let me see Jalen did I say Jalen and earlier Jalen too I gotta send a special shout out to him young man if you hadn't opened up your mouth and and that's not a bad thing please don't take it as a bad thing but if you were not honest about how you felt in 2023 would have probably been the same way. Um, I I don't know, but I want to say that I truly appreciate what you said and and when you said it, and it inspired me to start the year off, you know, good, great. And I'm going to miss what we started, man. Like, it was real. Thank you, Jalen. And again, back to the customers, um, I want to thank each and every one of you all for your support, um, your trust, your um, belief in me as a technician um, and as a person. 
Um, oftentimes, and I've said this before, oftentimes as technicians, we have to wear a number of hats in one phone call, in one email transaction, in one on-site visit. And the only people that actually know this are the people that have to do it. I'm not talking about the people that used to do it. I'm not talking about the managers that don't have to be there on site, the project managers that don't feel it's important to be on site. Nobody who has to be there understands that. Even the ones that come in on certain days and they are limited to certain interactions with the team, but they assume that everything is what they assume it is and sometimes it really ain't. Um it, it it takes a special technician to be able to be uh uh what do you want to call it? I say have their pivot foot on the ready at all times, have their versatility in the queue ready to pop it off if they need to. Because as technicians, we don't know what that person is thinking. We don't know how that person is feeling off the initial hello. Um, you don't even know what situation you're going into when they call and say, I need you to come and provide support. And oftentimes, even though it's not intentionally meant to be done, even though the customer may say, I'm not really trying to take it out on you, but they don't understand like they are taking it out on us. And we have to find a way to kind of contain our responses back. Um, because sometimes it does want responses back. Um, and sometimes, you know, people don't truly understand that you just as much a human being as they are. Um, we are not robots. We are human beings. At the end of the day, just like after you clock out, you have a whole nother life that you have to attend to. Mommy, wife, friend, whatever. We have those same responsibilities when we clock out as well. So, you know. Shout out to all the customers that I had the opportunity to provide support for and all of the customers that knew we we got to get this guy because I promise you, he shows up, problem solved, and we can keep on doing what we got to do. I'm going to miss each and every one of you. Um, Again, to the team, I'm going to miss y'all because we had a lot of fun. You know, there were there were some days and some moments, but we had a lot of fun. And and I believe firmly that you all got this. You're going to you're going to get out of it what you put into it, um, as I stated. And I'm going to be very clear about this. Don't switch up your character. Stand on what you believe in. Always. OK, Um if you run into issues, you got a bomb ass manager there that will definitely support you and make sure that things are great for you. Take advantage of the opportunities that you have to learn something more than what is on that list of things to learn for where you're trying to go. It's always good to have an extra something in your pocket. Um, so take advantage of that. Again, I'm I'm a phone call away. If ever you need me, I'm just a phone call away. But but stand on yours, you know, stand for what you believe in, stand for what you're trying to accomplish. You know, don't don't bend um, something that I learned in this whole transition was um, sometimes people don't really take you serious on what you say, you know, so stand on that when you say it, mean it. You know, um, I know leading up to to all of this, I went into this mode of, you know, people would ask me how I'm doing. I would tell them I'm tired and I would always say I'm here till I'm gone, you know, and quite a few people would would shrug that off or, or, or laugh at it and say to me, I'm not going anywhere. Don't ever tell somebody. And I think I said this in the previous podcast before, too. Don't ever tell a person what they not going to do, because it's that same thing. If they got it in them, they're going to do it. And then what you going to say? Um, so definitely stand on on what you believe in. Um, get yours. If, if you want to pursue a career in IT, definitely it's there for you, you know, and and put in it what you want out of it, most definitely. Um, 
Always. And, and your customers, never forget that your customers did the most important part of all of this. They're the most important part and the most important reason why you are able to do what you can do. Without them, you just sitting there catching dust, you know, but you get an opportunity to really put into action some of the things that you've read about, some of the things that you saw in video. Take advantage of that. And also, and I don't want this to come off, you know, negatively, but I, I definitely want to be honest about it. Pay attention to those above you, because if they could do or don't do what they did to me or didn't do for me, they'll do it to you, too. So pay close attention to that. Um, remember, just because you got the job don't mean you have the job. And definitely at any given moment, it could stop. Um, they could sit there and tell you, well, yeah, we got an X amount of year contract. And if it's not locked in and they in that year reviewable thing, the customer could easily change their mind and decide they don't want to do business no more. And I promise you, unless they are people of their words. You might have to start looking for another job because I I stand on the fact that of all of the things that I probably was expecting to happen, even if it couldn't happen on the contract that I was currently on somewhere in the back of my mind, I was like, so nobody's going to look at any of the other contracts that they may have that could possibly put me in this position and offer me an opportunity to, to move into what I've earned. Like they didn't even do that. So if they didn't do it for me, just remember there's a strong probability that they won't do it for you either. Um, the disrespect and the respect. So I'm going to in this podcast and again, I want to say thank you to those that came with me when I first started. Those that moved on, um, the ones that I built decent relationships with, really close relationships, specifically Hugh and Mike Trophy. Um, and the reason why I call them two out is because you could be work people like I'm not going I'm not going to say nobody's name. But I have had well, I've said names, but in this particular statement, I'm not saying names um, because there are people that you only work with and you could give off the impression that there is a, a real bond that exists outside of work. People can look at that and go, yo, like y'all real tight, like they assume that y'all be kicking it after work and you don't you don't talk after work you don't hang out after work like you aren't invited to anything and you don't invite them to anything like it's just a working relationship and then there are those that you really have broken bread with those people where you all mutually agreed that this was going to happen um my trophy and hugh I have had the honor to be able to break bread with them a few times. And in our breaking bread, they have got gotten to learn Sean the person. And I have gotten to learn them the person. Um, and I've, I've embraced that. I, I truly cherish that moment because, I mean, it didn't have to happen on either side uh, of the you want to do this question you know and so I thank them for allowing me to share in in that personal space and you know we we had a wonderful time I mean I've learned some things from them hopefully they learned some stuff from me um, and and they definitely encouraged me when I needed it and they spoke to what I was trying to do and and what I was trying to grow into and what I was trying to transition into. And so I thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for being in that space with me, for 
allowing me to share that space with you. I'm definitely going to miss you guys. Um, everybody like I'm going, I'm going to miss you all. Um, and there won't be a moment that I won't think about you and I'm going to move forward, you know, knowing that I was able to build a platform to step up to the next level there with you all. Um, and like I said, you know, to the team, to the young folks, to the up and coming folks, you know, always keep your peripherals on. Always keep your ears turned on. Listen to everything that's going on around you. It doesn't always mean that you have to be in the middle of it, but information is constantly going across the air. So pay attention to what you hear. Definitely listen to what you're not hearing because sometimes this was not being said that you really need to pay attention to. Um, make sure you give everything you got. Pour yourself into what you're trying to do. Um, don't get so don't overtech everything. Um, never forget that. Your customers, because they'll tell you all the time, you know, I'm not technical like you. Always try to encourage them and, and point out to them that they are. Maybe not on the level of technical that you are, which they really shouldn't be unless they choose to be. But they are technical because they're technical enough to know that something ain't working and how to pick up the phone. And how to call you or how to send you an email saying something doesn't work or how to send you a screenshot. So encourage them. Continue to encourage them. Um, provide them with information that will allow them to not be afraid to figure out how to solve the problem before reaching out to you. Be very encouraging to your customers because, again, you know, when when you leave work and you head to the gas station or to put gas in your car or you go out to eat or you go out to shop, whatever the case may be, you become that same customer that you're supporting. So if you're looking for great customer service in the establishment where you are, provide your customer with that same level of great service that you would expect from when you're a customer as well. Never forget that. Um and also, stay tuned. Stay locked in. I got a few things coming from this particular side. Um, I hope to one day have guests on the You Know What podcast, people that are smarter than me, <laughs> um, people that are just as smart as me, and even some that just want to hang out and crack up and have a good time. You know, we'll, we'll have a number of of I hope to have a number of guests on here to talk about just, you know, stuff, life, business, whatever the case may be. Have folks on here that uh, will be able to share information and and enlighten and for for lack of a better term. And then also stay locked in because I got something real special cooking in the lab. Um, I'm going to. Breathe life back into my alter ego, DJ Shawnee Mo. So whenever I am not in the mood to do talking, whenever I'm not in the mood to do podcasting, DJ Shawnee Mo will be dropping some mixes and he may actually be on the air. So definitely lock this page in, subscribe, whatever it is you need to do. Um, and yeah, do that. With all that being said... It's your man, Sean Brooks, right here on the You Know What podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I want you all to be safe. I want you all to be happy. And I wish you all a beautiful life. What a beautiful life. All that I've got is all that I need. I've got you, baby, you got me. What more could I ask for? Beautiful life.
I think about the things we done been through I think about the place that I come from It wasn't always easy So every day I'm thinking God for the beautiful people everywhere I go I just need to see your smiling faces at my show And when you're feeling real love from the family Every day is a gift, y'all, that's all I need To get it, then we gotta work hard, y'all. Every day, and don't pay attention to the things they say when they tell you that you can't make it, but you can if you try, y'all. When life is rough, I know sometimes you wanna cry, y'all. Just keep the faith and don't question. Ain't no need of stressing. Your life is still a blessing. You can believe these things will only come and go, but when you're getting real love from everyone you meet, it's a blessing, y'all. Deserve a medal, medal. a yeah. toast, a yeah. two for jump, yeah. EU for yeah. ashes, go yeah. back, and a G, UCB, TCB, Holy C, rest in peace, this for you. Beautiful life.